Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Inside Pass. I am Randy Miller. Tom Baker, of course, is here as always, as is Peter Strada. Peter, where is your shadow? He is on assignment at a championship event for Monday Night Racing, a league that he previously competed in, along with Nick. That's Group. right, because he plastered it all over social media today that he got to interview Emmett Smith. And yes, he was at so the Jesse Uji Motorsports. He is literally there. the most happiest boy on earth right now. Because he's a Cowboys fan, yeah. you, you see, you all. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about uh, yeah. the reason for the interview here in a little bit. But uh, He literally has a nephew named after Emmett Smith, so it was pretty special for him. <laughs> You're not making his case any better. Um, but our, our show always seems to get better when he's not here um, because we, we had Bailey Curry here, and now we have a Howie DiSavino here instead. So thanks, Howie, for coming in and joining us tonight. Thank you for having me on. So the last time he was here, uh, it was probably the most famous episode of our show yet with uh, Jack Wood <laughs> because we got Jack in tremendous trouble about Tinder. Um, but Jack's not here, so how we get the entire show to himself tonight? You don't have to share with another driver, so that's good. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about uh, he's got a new ride with uh, Alpha Prime Racing, him and about 55 other drivers um, <laughs> in, in the garage area. But uh, we're going to see if you can name all of his teammates uh, at some point in time tonight because I want to see how many you can actually get correct. Um, but we are going to talk about the Clash, the Clash at the Coliseum. I think this is the first time maybe in uh, the modern era of NASCAR that we've actually shut people up about their bitterness toward the toward the sport. It's, it's kind of 50-50 now. It was like... 80-20 for most of the week, but after the race, I think a lot of people have sort of like, you know what, it wasn't as bad as, as they thought it was going to be. So, you agree? Okay. Maybe, um, no? Yes? Well, I mean, it, if, given NASCAR's goals, I think they knocked it out of the park. Okay, it was, fair enough. Yeah, it was, right, a, we'll it was basically WrestleMania 1. We will, we will break all of that down for you. We're also, last week we did all of the uh, Cup Series drivers from the playoffs and their black flag checker flag, so this week we'll do the Trucks and Xfinity Series guys. As we prepare to go to Daytona in uh, two weeks' time for the Daytona 500 and the beginning of Speed Weeks, um, next week we'll have a giant preview of everything uh, going on down there for the 2022 season. But right now, we're going to step aside and take a break. We'll start our show when we come back right here on the Inside Pass. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information, report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Chris Rice bringing us back from break. I am going to be the, the one to say good job, Justin Haley. Yes, or I guess this past weekend. Yes, at the Clash. He was in the top five for most of that race. He held ground. Good job, AJ Allmendinger, also. Yeah. Um, as part of that. That's, that's who it is. I but. was saying to Chris that uh, Andy Sice had been named car chief for it, and it was that's who it is. It's AJ Allmendinger. Huh. Well, look at that. Works there for colleague. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll talk more about those guys here in just a little bit. Uh, of course, Slice Bread won. The uh, clash at the Coliseum, the very first ever one. So here's the general consensus between uh, you guys and now you can jump in too. What did you think of the race? Did it, did it live up to the hype that NASCAR said it was going to live up to? Me first? Oh. Well, it doesn't um, matter, whoever. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, NASCAR's point, the whole point of this was a made-for-TV event. And it was designed basically to schmooze and woo in the L.A. sort of celebrity you know, audience. And, and, and I think, honestly, I think it was home run in that sense. Um, you know, I don't think this was as much about the racing as it was about having a big event. And so in that sense, I think it was awesome. Um, you know, the, uh, and I'm not going to say too much about the racing because even though I, I mean, in, if this were, you know, year two, year three or 10 of the car, then I would say that it really kind of was, average it wasn't great but i don't want to say that because we just debuted a new car and nobody had ever raced it so i think given all of that i think the racing was as good as you could have expected the one the one glaring 
thing in terms of the whole sort of setup or whatever of it that I would point out is, and it's, and, and I'm sure somebody will figure it out for next year, um, is where you pulled into the infield off the track. Some, somebody needs to fix that somehow because you shouldn't have to throw a caution because the guy's going slow trying to get into the infield. So that was dangerous. But, um, you know, I mean, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, obviously the entertainment isn't really my thing, but but again, designed for who it was for, that was, I thought it was, uh, you know, I thought it was a home run. I'd go one step further than you, Tom, and call this event a grand slam, not just a home run, because I've had people all week who aren't usually NASCAR fans, professors, classmates, you name it, talking to me about this race, thinking, wanting my opinion on what it's going to be like leading up to it, and then today, what I thought of it, between everything, between Pitbull, between Ice Cube and the on-track product, just racing in a coliseum, what the future could hold. And I think this may not have been a perfect event, but it's pretty close to it. If not a 100, I'd give it a 95. So I, I kind of look at it from the aspect of the racer's point of view. Um, I think the halftime show, it was neat. It was cool to see the fans jumping around, dancing and stuff like that. But uh, I really don't think that we should be having, you know, a halftime show. I, I thought that I we agree. could go back racing. Yeah. Um, the only thing, the only concern really that I had during the race was there was only a few guys that could hold the outside. But it's not like that you're going to pass on, on the outside. I feel like that if they made the track to where you could race on the outside as well, the competition w- would have been way better as well. But hats off to Joey Logano for pulling it off. Uh, it was a very entertaining race. I really just felt like if you got out front, they, they could stay out there, uh, especially in a 23-car field in such a small track. Here's what I think the irony is. is first of all, if, if this was somebody's first impression of NASCAR, it's not even close because there's no other NASCAR Cup race that does anything that we did over there. Exactly. The other, the, uh, the other delicious irony I find in this is that, you know, for years we were trying to take NASCAR into major markets with mile and a half big tracks and what did we do for this event we built a quarter mile you know and so you know i find that to be sort of a delicious irony that somebody acknowledged that the way to to show them is is you know show what nascar actually does the problem is there's no quarter miles on the schedule so um what what somebody saw the other day whether they like the three-hour product at atlanta just as well I think is debatable. So, um, you know, I kind of, it's always interesting, but as a made for TV event, I thought it was great. Um, but I, I agree with Howie. You could have cut the halftime show. Racing doesn't have halftime shows and we should never get to the point where we have halftime shows. It's true. I think the, I think the event did what NASCAR wanted it to do. It was meant to be kind of like, um, I heard somebody say kind of like an appetizer. Like that's, you know, it, it was designed to show you what these cars look like, show you what right. these cars are going to be capable of doing in two, you know, in a week and a half, we get to Daytona or whatever. And I think it did that. And, you know, I myself sat here for two weeks and said, oh, you know, it's going to be the, the crash at the Coliseum and the demolition derby. And it really wasn't. I mean, it was, they were pretty tame considering. And I think some of that probably had to do with the fact that they knew they didn't have the cars. That's the, correct. I think you know, the drivers they were, were driving being, sensibly, yes. which is what Except they should for be LCQ doing. Except too. Or, but, well, yeah, I'm not, sure <laughs> so, I'm not sure if anyone gave that message to Ty Dillon. No. So Well, the, but ended up Ty got put in a spot where he had to. And then, you know, that was my only, my big criticism for the week is in all the years NASCAR's existed, I think Ty's first driver ever got DQ'd for jumping a start. I mean, I just thought that was really senseless, and it was it was really a poor time to 
go over the top and throw the caution, warn him, and throw it again. Throw the green and I'd let's go. I'd rather do it in a clash than the Daytona 500. Yeah, but <laughs> now the problem is, is you've just set a precedent. Oh, that's true. So do you do it the rest of the year? Anytime anybody jumps to start in any race, they get black flagged. I mean, like, that that was silly. And and the first, the first penalty, when they sent him to the back, he clearly had stopped and gave... Um, whoever was on the inside gave it back. Uh, Bush, I think it was, Kurt. Um, you know, so that's the only thing for me that, that I thought was kind of silly. But in, like I said, I enjoyed it as a fan, you know, and, and uh, I'm sure they'll do it again, you so, know, and they'll find a way to do it better. So here's something that was concerning to me. I think it was around like 51 or 54 when three cars broke down at the same time. Under caution. Right. Un- under caution. Yeah. <laughs> But it was pretty two much... Two transaxles. Exactly. It, two of them were the exact same thing. Going yep. forward to these bigger tracks, right, when you do dump the, the, the clutch and all that type of stuff, what do you think is going to happen? It's a good question. That's a good question. I mean, you know, it, it definitely was interesting. And then the power steering belt... On Denny Hamlin. On Denny Hamlin. You know, I mean, you're not driving around that place without power steering, I promise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's... Um, it, you know, and then that one good bump that Jones gave to Blaney that broke Blaney's car. Like, you know, you go to Daytona and they're, they're bumping each other all the, all day long and, and pushing. And, you know, it, it concerns some of that stuff. That's a good point. Howie, some of that stuff is, is concerning about, you know, are we, are we, are we seeing some durability issues here? Um, you know, let's hope not because, you know, uh, you're going to dump the clutch a lot on pit stops and, you know, whatever, I I worry about some of that. I just feel like it, it's a brand new car. It's in a new season. Yep. And at the end of the day, we don't know exactly what's going to happen. But I feel like that that showed some stuff that, as in, we don't know what, what exactly is going to happen. Yeah. But stuff will break down. Yep. And unfortunately, I think it might mess up with the championship four, maybe. It's the same for everybody. I mean, so if, if you look at the, you know. the way that that track in, in L.A. is designed, it's it's kind of almost a lot like a, a narrowed-down version of Martinsville. So uh-huh. I think yep. if you look at, you know, you're looking at tracks where that may be a concern, I would look at the Martinsville race to be the very first race where we find out if how much these cars can take with the transaxles because of your... I don't know. I think you know, day one... enough with, contact at Daytona. I think well, day, that's true. I think day one with any new car, you're going to find some technical sure. bugs or gremlins. And yeah, but you can't just, return it in 30 days. Like, you can't. Yeah. You can, but <laughs> can you send the parts supplier a negative Amazon review? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. The teams are smart enough to engineer these parts <laughs> where they won't break, hopefully, in the next coming weeks and months. So hopefully this won't have much of an impact in the championship and in the playoffs going well, forward. Well, I mean, if somebody breaks a transaxle because they got bumped... Um, <laughs> That's, that's going to be a big issue. Yeah. That's yeah, be a big be, issue. You, you know, so, yeah, it will be interesting. And, again, I'm not – I'm. we expect that there's going to be bugs in the car. But it is concerning going that, – that some of them seemed almost, like, silly. Like, there wasn't – nobody, like, slapped the wall real hard. Imagine going to Darlington with a transaxle. If it's that sensitive, you get the Darlington stripe, you're out. Especially <laughs> you under know? caution, breaking down under yeah, caution. Right. Yeah, well, I that, think the issue with Reddick and Briscoe is they were both cleaning their tires and just dropped their clutch too aggressively. But that's Maybe. pit stops. Well, I was going right. to say. But that is exactly yeah, pit yeah. stops because usually when I leave the, the pit stall, I'm very aggressive. I just dumped the clutch and hit the gas and go. Wow. So that's crazy. Y- you know, you, you got to look yeah, at it from that yeah, aspect, too. That's for sure. Yep. All right. We are going to step aside and uh, take a break. We'll have more about the clash at the Coliseum when we come back right here on the Inside Pass. Stick with us.
How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. My name's Eric Jones, and you're listening to the Inside Path. Well, that's perfect. Terry Jones brings us back from commercial break. We, we talked about uh, Slice Bread, Joe Logano winning the race, Kyle Busch coming home second after pretty much the, being the most dominant guy in in the clash most of the day. Um, but third, fourth, and fifth, well, fifth, not really a surprise, Kyle Larson, but uh, third and fourth, Austin Dillon and Eric Jones finishing in the third and fourth positions. The top three cars are the top three manufacturers in the sport. So, I think, you know, in terms of looking at the the equality of these cars and, and how these manufacturers have designed something that now is pretty equal to each other, I think it's going to be a really tough season for everybody. Well, keep in mind that the the chassis is the same. Right. The only thing the manufacturers designs their bodies. And we were on 
the equivalent of a Legends car track the other day, so I don't know how much we really learned. Someone, it's told, a quarter me, mile, they, so. someone told me it was summer shootout on steroids. Yeah, I mean, that's basically you're, you're on a quarter mile, so um, I don't know how much you really learn, um, but it was a good way for the drivers to at least get some laps, and, and, and in a situation where, yeah, okay, it was a big payday if you won, but I think what really helped the, the main event the other day to go so well is that it seemed to me that once you got saved from the top 10 or 12 back, <clears throat> I think most of those guys basically just said, look, we just got to get through this and keep the car intact. So I, I think everybody did their best to finish, but I think everybody also did their best to finish. If that makes any sense, right? We, we didn't drive over aggressively. We didn't, you know, take stupid chances, um, you know, cause we didn't want to tear up any race cars. So, um, it would be actually interesting if there were a WrestleMania two next year um, to to see how that all changes when you have a full inventory of seven or eight or ten or whatever they're going to give them. I, I I mean yeah I well I, I don't know they they said that they were going to kind of reevaluate the situation I, they I think they have ninety days after uh, this past Sunday to decide if they're going to go back to the clash or do something else they've they've talked about. You know, international races, they've talked about different markets, they've talked about all kinds of stuff over the last couple of days as to whether or not, you know, they want to go back to the Coliseum or try something different next year. I'd love to see but. them try it a second time. We, we will see with Bristol Dirt that they've made some changes in year two, and with inaugural events, there's usually some bugs that NASCAR needs to work out, and in year two, big events like these are usually only better. Well, somebody said the other day, yesterday on Twitter, that, you know, well, look at the crowd. Everybody's complaining about only 50,000. Well, it's better than the 5,000 that were at the last couple of clashes. Well, sure. NASCAR had ruined the clash years ago, and, and it's Daytona, and you're not on a quarter mile. If you build a quarter mile at Daytona, and you did the same type of an event there, and, you know, and geared it toward the, I promise you'd have the same size crowd, right? So um, I, I think that there's... Certainly, you could do this again and probably do it better. Um, I don't know about the international thing. I just, I, I don't, I just don't think NASCAR ought to be dealing in those terms at this point. But um, you know, who knows? Nobody consult, nobody cares about what I think. But I think you've got some options for you know, just going to a short track or, or you know, like I said, build something in Daytona. And let's go. I think the coolest thing about the whole weekend was the driver introductions. They walked down the steps. Yes, but like, the MC cool. was awful. Well, yes. Sorry. Yes. Uh, <laughs> not everything can be perfect. That I was, was just bad. I, I was actually nervous that a driver, like, knowing me, I would trip down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and that was one thing that I was concerned of. We know the person whose chair you're sitting in tonight. We know that right. could happen to him. Apparently right? it rubs off. Yeah. So, that's true, though. But I, I was just thinking, you know, like like a guy like Kyle Busch, when he came, you know, he comes down. It's, it's L.A. Somebody's going to try to tackle him or, you know, something like that. I mean, I know there's security around. but Oh, no, Kyle did the perfect <laughs> sort of WWE oh, I, of twirl. He said, are you not entertained? That. Yeah, I mean, you it's, know. Of course it's Kyle Busch. That was, that was perfect. And then the funniest part was they said Reddick's height, five foot five and however many pounds. <laughs> <laughs> the lightweight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Tyler Reddick, how impressive was he? Like, you know, over the, the course of the, the – I mean, I, again, I know it's a brand-new car, but I don't think anybody really expected him to be the one that, you know – That took off. Out, outshined See, teammates. See, again, when we talk, you know, I, I think Tyler – you know, these guys that come from short track racing, just like Kyle Busch, wasn't surprised at all that he was fast out of the box. He runs late models. Like, these guys understand how to drive cars that don't handle worth a flip. You know, there are some of these other drivers that come from different backgrounds that can't drive a loose race car. And, you know, Tyler Reddick, Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch, those guys, 
like, you know, they eat loose race cars for lunch. They love it, you know. I think it was no fluke seeing Tyler Reddick up front leading laps. I think he's probably the favorite driver in the Cup Series to get there to be the next first-time winner, which could happen in a week and a half at Daytona. But I think he will really turn some heads this year. I think he'll have shots and multiple wins, and I think he has the potential to make a deep playoff run, which RCR has not seen in years. If you want to talk surprises, let's talk Cody Ware. <laughs> <laughs> or Ryan Priest for that matter. I mean, well, Ryan, Ryan's not team. a surprise. Right, but <laughs> Ryan himself is not a surprise, but I think the the team, like having Rick Ware Racing being so close to the front, was, was kind of. SHR a, now, technical well, that's support. That um, but true. that was, yeah, I mean, you know, both of them were very fast. Um, I mean, Cody didn't do much in the race, but, but it, Ryan. He still made it. it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I, I, you know, it was good to see. You saw a lot of different guys. Um, front row ran real well, both cars. Gilliland and and McDowell, Petty GMS too. D- yeah, um, oh. you know, sure. And and uh, I mean, like I said, I think Ty kind of got the shaft, but um, but at least you know they knew he was there. And and you know, if he you're going to run show. a race like that, yeah, you gotta you get put in that position where you gotta you gotta move somebody to pass him because that's how the only way you could pass on that track. Were you guys shocked by RFK getting both cars knocked out? I mean, if you're starting no. that far back, it's so impossible to pass. So I can't yeah. say I'm that surprised. No, right. I mean, and, and I don't consider Busher necessarily a, you know, I think you're more surprised that Brad didn't find a way in. But, again, it's the format. It's growing, I think it's still growing pains. I love the fact that some of those guys didn't make it. Not because I don't like those guys. It's just because I think that's it, what that was supposed to do, like wasn't Indy, it? You're running heat races. It's like bump day at the Indy 500 just yes. about shows just how hard this event was to make. And you had yeah. Kozlowski and Kurt Busch, two past champions, two future Hall of Famers who didn't make the cut. And why the drivers enjoyed it so much is because it was good old-fashioned short track racing. You so, know, there was no pressure. Speaking of bumping guys in and out and things like that, what do you guys think about Martin Truex Jr. just taking the provisional and saying, you know what, I'm just starting the back? He's smart. Like he's not, very I'm not smart. Gonna, I'd give him a bell, but I don't have it in front of me. Um, I, no, I just, it Howie has it. Howie can hit the bell. Oh, there it's you right go. There, there you, you go. go. Thanks, Howie. Um, yeah, I. It was yeah, brilliant strategy. I was against I, it before the LCQ two started, but then <laughs> by the time that race finally ended, James Small looked like the smartest guy in California. It was a yeah. small victory. Well, that's exactly when what I was watching it personally. I was like, if I was me, and I knew that I was going to make it into the race, why would I even go in it and tear, and tear up my car? Right. There's exactly. no there's no point. You start last. Okay, you're still in the race. You're still one out of 23 drivers. Right. So go ahead and take the provisional. Don't tear up your stuff and save it for, for the race. That's what I would do. There should have been no provisionals. None. Well, Everybody I, has I to agree. make it. I agree. You know. Um, but since he had it, but, well, I exactly. would use it. That's exactly my point. If NASCAR is going to offer it, you're, you're silly not to take it. Right. You know, um... Because there's no downside to taking it, you save your race car for the main event. Exactly. You know, if you're going to tear it he up, a, he had a, he had a very upset teammate at the time because Danny Hamlin was mad at him because he took the provisional because that essentially knocked <laughs> him out of getting it had he not made made it into the last chance. So. The, the winery award for the weekend goes to Danny Hamlin. Okay, I'm just putting the facts out there. I mean, yeah, and he was goodness. the one that was like, I don't yeah. want to. Cool. I don't want to do that. Um, so I do want to talk about Carlick Racing, though. I know we mentioned those guys earlier, but Justin Haley just impressed a lot of people. Um, I think that entire organization is far better than they think they are um, going into this race. Because I was thinking, during the coverage, I was thinking, they talked a lot about Justin, you know, when he was running up front during his seat race. And I got to think about all the tracks on the NASCAR circuit, and I'm thinking, I don't think there's a track he can't be good at. Like, there's a lot of the NASCAR tracks where he was great in the Xfinity Series car, 
And he seems to have figured out this cup car already. So he's. I think that team is going to be dangerous. He's done some road racing. It's true. This is the thing it's about true. Justin Haley. I, I tried to tell everybody when he announced he was. They announced he was going cup. If if the car is there for him, he's going to contend for wins. He's that good. Something else no one's really realizing about Justin Haley is he ran just about every cup race last year. I think he only didn't make five races. So he has experience at all these tracks in 400, 500, even 600-mile races. So adjusting to the length of a cup race, like with most rookies, will not be an issue for Justin Haley. He can just go mash it with his right foot. Speaking of people who are uh, shocking or sort of surprised us yesterday, were you guys shocked at – uh, Cody Ware's performance, you know, with that new. 50- That's what we talked about. I, I'm, not, ago. I'm not shocked. I, I, I'm not so shocked that that Cody did. I'm shocked that the whole organization did. But but again, I mean, they're Stuart Haas yeah. cars now, so obviously they're going to be faster, but. Um, That's what I said a minute ago. I, I, if you're going to talk surprises, Cody Ware was the biggest one. Well, you I, know. I just think that with these new cars, it does level out the playing field 100% to where it, it's based off of just driver talent. Well, and the fact. Again, nobody's had any notes or any time in them except exactly. for the test. So, so you know. if you pick it up quicker, you'll be in, you'll be in the races. And if it was you don't a quarter pick it up, mile, you know. Yeah, exactly. The yeah, most no, interesting right. tracks to me on the schedule will be the ones we go to twice because you'll see where people learned and see mm-hmm. you know who actually is the cream of the crop. When you, when you go to a track twice, you'll see okay, we learned that there. See, the most interesting one for me this year is the Bristol Dirt Race because I want to see just how bad these sports cars are on dirt. I just I got a feeling it's going to be a real mess. But Coming again, we thought that yesterday. Sunday too. Yeah. So no, I just um, I mean, in in talking you've about had, Justin, he had you've a, had some interesting takes over the years. You thought the Roval was going to be bad, and then that turned out to be great. Yes. And then you thought this yesterday was going to be a crash vest, and it really wasn't. Well, so maybe, I, you're, maybe you're putting good omens on some of these races. Well, when you, good, when you that's, but 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 again, I think a lot of that yesterday was the fact that a lot of guys were extra conservative because the car, the you know, there's just a shortage of cars and parts. Um, so, but I think that, but but to get back to Justin Haley for a minute, he had a chance to win. Yeah, that race. Did. Kyle Larson just dumped him, and that was really Kyle gets a double sized black flag from me for being stupid because. Yeah, first of all, you put a guy in the fence in the opening race when there's a shortage of cars and parts. You got to be smarter than that. And it wasn't a points race. And second of all, um, you should have crashed your own teammate because William Byron's the one that actually caused that wreck. <laughs> so, it's very true. All right, we're going to step aside and uh, take a break. We'll have uh, more NASCAR news on the other side of the break. Our show presented by MyComputerCareer.edu training for a better life. Be right back. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. 
Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Randy Miller, Tom Baker, Peter Strada, and Howie DiSavino joining us uh, as guest co-host tonight. We'll talk about Alpha Prime Racing here in just a little bit. Some more NASCAR news of note. We talked about the money team, uh, Floyd Mayweather's team, Officially getting announced, that car looks like a child melted a snow cone on it. <laughs> that car is the most colorful-looking car I have seen in quite some time. Is that glitter? What is on that car? Well, here's the thing. You need sunglasses Sprinkles. to look at it, and what's the sponsor? <laughs> Pit, Pit Viper. Well, that's true, but... And it's also driven by my teammate, so... Oh. Well, I'm sorry. Just one of them. But I want to see their fire suit. That's what I want to see. Here's my question. If Kez Grala goes out and just flat dumps somebody. Are they going to come after Kaz? <laughs> I I would not no, come after him. No. I would I would avoid him. Do, do, do you think Mayweather's going to go to Daytona? Why not? I, I mean, if, he knows, if he knows where Daytona is. He's seen, we saw last year Pitbull and Michael yeah. Jordan both went there. I'm sure Emmett Smith will go there this oh, yeah, year. I'm, but... I'm, I'm sure Floyd will. Yeah, how will would he, you? I mean, you're not coming after Kaz. Will he bring his suitcase of a million dollars, though? Yeah. See, if I was if I was Kaz, you could probably dump whoever you want to on the racetrack, and they wouldn't know what car did it because it's like 18 different colors, so well, they would never true. know what car it was that did it. So. It's this is a great opportunity though for Kaz, it seriously. Is. And 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 you know what? I'm thrilled that Floyd Mayweather. I mean, look, we need more celebrities to to get involved, which is again the whole purpose of the race over the weekend. Um, that's what that was about, and. 
you know, I think I think now it's one race, but I mean, you've got to believe that eventually they're going to run, try to run a full schedule. I would guess. I don't know Guys why he's the kind of guy that he could finish yeah. in the top ten. That'll get you enough money to run a second oh, race, yeah. third, fourth race. Yeah. So right. we've seen Kaz win at Daytona before in the trucks when he mm-hmm. was only seventeen. Yep. I think it's cool. I, I think that's going to be fun. And, and, you know, Kaz is a great guy, and I think he's extremely talented, very, very intelligent, articulate young man. And um, I'm glad he's getting the opportunity. And um, he's going to run some races in the Xfinity Series for <laughs> Alpha Prime. Prime Racing. Teammate to Howie. Yeah, so. Very, very true. Uh, Kaz is going to be a teammate to everybody this year because yeah. he's, he's running the, the Young's truck to – and oh, yeah, Prime, that's right. and he's got a whole bunch of other races going on too. So he's doing um, a bit of everything. Speaking of new drivers or new owners in the sport, uh, the reason why Noah's not here is because he got to do an interview today with Emmett Smith about their his new team uh, that he started with uh, Jesse Ouija. Uh, that's what it's uh, X- Xfinity Series, right? Right. Yeah. They're going to do a full time motorsports. Yeah, they're going to do a full time season uh, now. That they were only going to do a select number of races. Now they're doing the whole season because uh, they have backing from Chevrolet and, and uh, Hendrick Engines, and Hendrick which Hendrick's, is a big deal. Yeah, so. They're going to run the full season. So Noah got to go to the – was it an Escort Hall of Fame? Yeah, it was at the Hall. And interview his one of his idols. Yes. That's well, because, nice. again, Cowboys fan. Well, yes, of you know. So, yeah. Emmett uh, – and, again, it's good. And, and I'm glad for Jesse. He's one of the nicest guys, and his manager is awesome. That's going to be a fun team to watch. And when I say to watch, not necessarily on the racetrack, um, perhaps, of course, but – um, I'm just saying from a social media standpoint, you're really going to want to dial yourself into all of their channels because Jesse puts out great content and they're going to have a ball. Right. And Jesse will drive for this team full time in the yes. number 34, which, of course, is a throwback to Wendell Scott. And one of Wendell's sons was at the hall to help unveil this car. Yep, wasn't that awesome. wasn't that car originally 22? Well, no one knew if Penske was going to be back in Xfinity ah, this year, that's so true. that's probably why they yeah, didn't yeah. use 22, I but gotcha. that would be cool to see if they used the number 22 with Emerson. Yeah. They can always have a two-car team next year and run the 22. Yeah, sure, why not? Speaking of Xfinity, has Joe Gibbs announced what they're doing with their other two cars yet? Nope. Nope. I'm sure it's the worst-kept secret ever, but... Well, I mean, the one car is, but I don't know what they're going to do with the 20. You know, I think we know that Ty's going to be a one. Right, yeah, it's going to be Ty... I think Brandon Jones has been announced in an all-star car with basically everyone but Kyle. Oh, okay. Okay, so th- so the other car is going to be a rotator? Exactly, Okay. Yes. That would be the, eight, the 18, right? 18, 20, whichever. Whatever number, number they're they can, No, they, they're not going to – they're going to give Ty the 18. Well, yeah, I, I would assume so, yeah. The 20 would be the all-star car at that point. Yeah. So, I don't know. Or I, the I, 50 – well, it, they wouldn't need the 54. Right, because you've got you've got Ty. In, if Ty goes in the eighteen, you got Brand in the nineteen. No, twenty could be the rotator car. There's not another driver yet. It depends on if they just want to use the fifty four number instead of the twenty. Well, okay, I'm or, just saying you wouldn't use. Or but, if Kyle, Kyle wakes up one morning and decides he wants to be a well, I think that they would probably, I guess, would guess use the twenty because the twenty is the one that's been consistently the driver car. The fifty four was basically a rotator from the start. Yeah, so. Unless there's a TRD driver somewhere that, you know, Toyota decides Not to put it there. But in any event. Uh, so, well, I mean, well, who knows? I mean, there's the TRD's got some talent in the pipeline. So Yeah, I'll just nobody see. ready for that level yet. Uh, so the Xfinity Series has their Dash for Cash races for 2022. Uh, the qualifying race is going to be at COTA. Um, then the first official Dash race is Richmond, followed by Martinsville and Talladega and then Dover. And those are very weird tracks to be part of, but... Um, are any of those tracks circled on your uh, on your calendar, Howie? Uh, All of them? Richmond, Talladega, <laughs> Martinsville. 
Yes, of course. If you know Good Howie and you know where he's from, Richmond will forever be on well, his yes, calendar. Yes, of course. That would be a Always. really good track to, to win your first race at, the Nashville Cash Race. Was it uh, extra? How, why does it, how much is it? I think it's $100,000. $100,000? That would be a, a uh, good I'm Nashville taking baby steps first, you know, learn, learn an Xfinity car first. But, I mean, well, yeah, of course. if I got the motivation of $100,000, I'm definitely going to go to the front. <laughs> or at least give it your best shot, right? That's right. Makes uh, lo- makes that learning curve a, a little bit less steep when you know you're you have much more to uh, to race for hundred thousand dollars. The uh, triple truck challenge is also coming back in twenty twenty two. I don't, uh, uh, Peter. Do you know what tracks they are? Because I I haven't. Peter will look it. I'm up not quick we'll enough talk, to pull it up. Yeah, we'll but. talk about that. But that's that's good that they're bringing that back. That's that's always fun in the truck series. You get those little bonus deals, and it gives it gives the fans something different to focus on in those events too and i think it makes them a little extra special of course they would put I feel it like it also makes us more competitive during those races probably does yeah i'm sure no doubt it starts at worldwide technology raceway so yes it's gateway then nashville super speedway and then it ends at mid ohio Ooh, that's stacked. wow mid ohio wow. that is stacked Nice. That makes the mid-Ohio race even that much more interesting. Yeah, and, and that's one race that probably would need the uh, triple truck challenge to be interesting. Huh. Um, there's always action there, but uh, that's good. That's a nice schedule. I like that. Wow. Yeah, mid-Ohio is an incredibly underrated track. I've been wanting to see in person for years now. Uh, another new uh, truck series track, uh, truck, truck series team on the horizon, uh, G2G Racing. Is going to run a two-truck operation. Matt Jaskell will run run truck, and then uh, Tim Veens, T- uh, Johnny Sauter, and uh, Roger Reyes is going to use is going to run the other one. It's weird to see Johnny Sauter in a truck not Thor Sport for the first time in a long time, but he's not in Thor Sport because well, he will be part time with Thor Sport, well, not full time. That is true. But he also, Christian Eckes will be with Thor right. Sport full time, which is awesome to see. Oh. And that's surprising. Um, and it will be interesting to see Johnny in a different truck. Um, Matt Jaskell also getting an opportunity. So that'll be, and that's, a again, the truck series just keeps more and more new teams coming into the trucks. I like it. I'm just excited for all the new teams, period. Not only the trucks, but Xfinity and Cup. I mean, we're getting so many new teams now that making these races are going to be much more difficult. But for sure much more like it's going to be tougher competition which we talked about the, the truck series and how much competition the truck series has had we, we think the xfinity series is going to have a lot of competition too there's a lot of good talent in the xfinity series this year so again yeah i mean those two series have so much young talent and then you get drivers like Howie who just go from one to the other. So the talent just moves around from A to B. And, um, you know, we have to have a scorecard to keep track of the players, basically, from one year to the next. But, yeah, I just feel like the Xfinity Series and the Truck Series both are even deeper competition-wise than they were in 21. And I didn't know that was possible, honestly. Well, I honestly feel like that in, last year in the, in the trucks, there's 18 trucks that could win. This year, I feel like that there's 18 trucks and Xfinity cars that can win on a weekly basis. So I feel like that the whole the whole field is going to be stacked in both series, and uh, I, I really think this is going to be a really competitive season for both of us. And then I really don't have an opinion on Cup yet because we haven't really watched anything besides a quarter mile. So we'll see. Right now, there's uh, about 40 of them that could win. So exactly. <laughs> we'll see what happens when we get to Daytona. And then there's 50 Xfinity cars trying to make the field in Daytona. Apparently, I heard it's 55. Can they just bring the duels to Xfinity for one year? How awesome would that be to see? See, they should. You know, I mean, they're they're doing all these other wild, wacky things. Why don't we just run duels in all the divisions? 
When was the last time we had 55 cars trying to com- trying to uh, qualify for a race? Had to be 10, 15 years ago at, at least. least. At least. I say just let them all in and let them eat. He's <laughs> <laughs> running A race and a B race. Well, are a you, and are you in favor of time limits? Because uh, we need one if we started 55 cars. Well, if there's 55 cars in it, 20, 20 cars are going to go out in at least one wreck. Yeah. yeah. You'd also have to extend pit road back to turn four. Yeah, I forgot about that part. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs pit stops? It's all good. It's just Daytona. Shorten it so you don't need a pit stop. That's just right. the sprint. Take the F1 style and make the team's pit in one pit box. What's funny is it's amazing the number of people that I spoke with who did not know that the original Clash was a 20-lap sprint, and it was only for pole winners. That's right. Back in the day when it was good, and and uh, Buddy Baker won the first one in the car that is now known as the, the Grey, Grey Ghost. Ghost. Um, and so, uh, yeah, basically just sort of started the back, blew the field into the weeds, and just drove away. But but it was it was a fun race to watch. And then they just started expanding the field, and it just sort of took away the point. So now this this clash is not that clash. It's a brand new, same name, different, completely different show. It would be interesting to, to see how everything stacks out when we go to Daytona in yeah. a week. Um, I think this is the most anticipated season we've had um, in, in a while. Not not only from the NASCAR side with the new car and the new style and everything, but just everything. Like, you know, Xfinity Series, Truck Series, um, everybody's excited about this. Here's season. what's interesting for me, though, real quick, is you go to the – usually in the duels, unless you got to race your way in, you try to just sort of skate by – Boy, are you talking about being conservative this year? Those guys will be like, uh, like just frozen on ice, just trying to get through it without crack, right? Because I just feel like the duel this year—it's the first time they're going to know in race trim how they're going to, you know, and it could be really dicey. Yeah, I especially when there's a shortage of parts and cars. Like, That's what I'm saying. You know, what what yeah. if you wreck your, you know, your, your primary your primary car in the five hundred? You can only go so slow. <laughs> you know. Very true. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see you know what happens as we get to as we get to Daytona, and even with the you know, like I said, the Xfinity series, Truck series, um, even the ARCA series is you know a lot of anticipation behind that series this year. You know, whether or not that Ty is going to run the ARCA series or if he's going to go and, and run the Xfinity series, we don't know that yet. But um, I feel like if he's not if he's not in the ARCA series, then the ARCA kids are going to rejoice because he pretty much dominated. <laughs> He doesn't um, need to be back. You put him in the Xfinity right. Series and let's go. I think at a certain point in time when you win so many races that, you know, you pretty much like. He's already won in the Xfinity Series. Right. You have way more uh, wins than you have drivers in the field yeah. that it's time to move up. Yep. Like you don't need a championship to prove yourself. You you pretty much have, have proven your, your worth in that series. Exactly. It's time to move on um, and do something else. So we are coming up on the top of the hour. We're going to talk to Howie when we come back here in a little bit uh, about his venture with Alpha Prime Racing. I have the drivers pulled up, so I want to see how many of these guys he can name. Um, he's got a lot of teammates this year. He's got like, I don't I know. I think it's like eight. Eight, but yeah, not including uh, Tommy and, and Caesar. But oh, yeah, I, was, I was going to count them. No, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, including you, and then nine, counting those two, so. Just to, so you have you have nine nine chances to, uh, to to get these guys right. David um, Letterman used to do know your cuts of meat. This is know your Alpha Prime exactly, teammates. Exactly. There's less sponsors. Maybe you can get the sponsors instead of the uh, the uh, race drivers. But in any event, um, we're gonna step aside and uh, take a break. We'll uh, talk to him about that. We'll talk to him about the season because obviously he's excited about heading to Daytona here in a week or so and uh, getting the season kicked off uh, and and all the good things going on at that team. 
And we'll do that when we come back. More Inside Pass presented by MyComputerCredit.edu right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, post it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. NASCAR driver and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Now what? I have no... <laughs> Welcome back to... No, I know, but you earlier you said something about Matt Benedetto, and then it was like, well, we were Oh, were you waiting so, for me to repeat yes, the... Yeah, we, we, we decided to redo the segment. We, we, the, <laughs> the Matt Benedetto. Uh, what I said was that I just want to hear Matt say once, and only once, Hi, I'm Matt Benedetto, NASCAR Camping World Truck Series rookie. Well, this truck uh, will have yellow stripes on it. Good point. I don't... That is so weird. It is weird. Well, if he's never made a truck start, then it he, makes sense. I wonder if he's the oldest rookie in the history of the truck series. Well, he's only, what, 31? 30? 30, 31? 
Well, yeah, but most of the time. Well, you, I know. I know. You know well, I mean, dealing with people, how is age? You'd have to go back like in time, like yeah, because I, I obviously, I mean, the, obviously, the first year they were all rookies. Well, no, but I mean, like in the last like fifteen years, yeah. I'm sure most of them are seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, yeah, twenty, whatever. But you'd have to go back a little bit further. But I'm sure there's been some a rookie somewhere. It's funny because it's kind of like you've been to the NFL and now you're going back and running college, right? Like you're a rookie in college again somehow. It's just very strange. Um, but it's it's going to be fun. He's going to be one of those drivers that you just you, you, you're going to have to follow him all year because, first of all, I think he's going to win some races with that, that truck. I really do. Um, but second of all, he is really back in his mindset. He is stronger than he's been, I think, and more ready to, to get into the car and uh, or into a truck in this case. And I just think he's going to be really fun to watch. He's sure. not the oldest rookie, by the way, because Jimmy Johnson was a rookie in the IndyCar Series last year. No, I'm talking about in the oh, truck in, series. In the truck series? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure Peter will research that while yeah. we're on break because he has that look in his eyes like I'm going to find out now because I'm I'm curious. So, yeah. Um, but that that is strange to to know that he's going to be a rookie in the Truck Series. But I mean, we talked about how stacked this field is going to be. So rookie or no rookie, you know he's he's going to get treated just like everybody else yeah. on the field. Um, and I don't know. I mean, you look at the Truck Series and, and year after year, it just seems like it gets better. And we talk about the mix of drivers. Um, in that series, you've got rookies like Matt DiBenedetto, um, which still sounds weird <laughs> to me. Um, but you also have veterans and you know guys that have been in the truck series for a long time. But I think the Xfinity series is slowly starting to kind of almost become that uh, too. You've got so many hungry guys in that series, and you know, I, I, and girls too. I'm um, in that series that are de- de- bound and determined to to do good. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. 
For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. I know the audience can't see it, but our timer still says segment. S-E-G-E-M-N-T. Segment. Well, it's like we're all into shortening up words these days, so it's just it's an acronym. It's not even a short word. It's just a misspelled word. Yeah. So I do have the answer to the question from last Ooh. segment. Okay, Benedetto's got to be the oldest truck rookie since at least Mike Stefanik in 1999. Ah. Well, there I forgot Mike was, yeah. Well, still, 1999, 20 years, yeah. 21 years ago, 22 years ago. So, I mean, that's... Been a while. I mean, there you go. That's crazy. That's you know, here's the cool thing about my computer career. You can, it doesn't matter how old you, you can are. You can start your career at 30 it, years exactly. old. Exactly. And, and I just spoke over the weekend with someone who graduated from there and went straight into teaching. And that's pretty incredible to me um, that's, that he got a job at a university in the IT department as a professor and uh, just gushed about the experience he had with my computer career and the training that he got. Um, and uh, that really brings me back to why my computer career exists in the first place, which is to help people to have a better career and a better life. It's an IT training school. And here's how simple this is. First of all, they do have financial aid available. If you qualify, you can train online one to two days a week for about four to six months. You then could be in the workforce, not even a year. And it's, uh, it's amazing, honestly, the way that they've set this up. And they are true mentors. They're not just about teaching courses. They really work with you. When you get ready to go out into the workforce, they work with hundreds of employers to get you placed. And they have lifetime free job assistance. Lifetime free job placement assistance. It's, it's just great. Um, so g- get on the uh, internet and go to mycomputercareer.edu. There's a free c- uh, career evaluation. Take that. And if uh, you decide to go forward with a training, again, very simple to do. Don't have to even go to a campus at this point. Uh, so they made it that easy. MyComputerCareer.edu is training for a better life. And oh, by the way, visit HelpingHeroes.org. That is a site that My Computer Career wholly supports. It is a nonprofit that does have a lot of amazing things. So. That is very true. All right, we are going to step aside. The second hour of our show is coming up. We're going to talk to uh, Howie about Alpha Prime Racing and uh, break down the drivers from Xfinity and trucks last year. We'll be right back.
You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Uh, by the way, if you missed any part of our show, you can catch it on demand. Just go to your favorite podcasting website and uh, search for the Inside Pass. You will find this episode and previous episodes there while you're online. Make sure you go to our website, InsidePassLive.com, for all of the uh, latest information on uh, upcoming guests, as well as articles and stories written by Peter, as well as Steering Well Nation and Nick DeGroot, who uh, writes for Motorsport.com. Their articles are updated uh, on a semi-daily basis, weekly basis, whenever. Uh, Nick doesn't write nearly as much anymore as he used to because I, I, I think he's got other duties now uh, within motorsport.com. And he's an iRacer, so he doesn't get to write as much anymore. But uh, we'll hear from him uh, next week. We have uh, Howie DiSavino in the studio this week um, doing guest co-hosting duties while Noah's out uh, schmoozing with his, uh, his his newfound friend, Emmett Smith. Um, so 
Alpha Prime Racing uh, has seems like they've made announcements left and right all the last like month or so with new drivers left and right. Can you name any of your what? What I say, seven, eight teammates that you have this year? Yes, I believe it's eight. Okay, teammates. Uh, we have Caesar, of course. We have Tommy Joe, mm-hmm. and we have Kaz Gralla, Ryan Ellis, Roger Carruth, myself. I guess I'm my own teammate as well. Yes, um, of course. Sage Karam, <laughs> which he was, he was my teammate at. You didn't help him, did you, Peter? You did not. Okay, no, <laughs> no, you no. know, reading lips or anything. Okay. No, there's there's no reading what, lips. What's sad is he's had so much time to just pull out his phone and look it up. I I think you're only <laughs> I think you're only missing one driver. To my knowledge, it's going to come to me here in a second. Okay. Well, you still have an hour, so if you think of it, let me know. <laughs> um, no so looking at your phone, you can't. What do you What do you think? It's I mean, this is this is a big opportunity for you and and all of your teammates. I mean, everybody on that team is hungry to show what they can do behind the wheel of a of a, of a car. You're having a first time opportunity to do this in the Xfinity series. So, what do you think, Josh Balicki? There you That's go. That's who it is. Boom. Give yourself <laughs> nice. the bell because you have the bell. There you go. Good there job. Go. All right. Yeah, nice. it was it was right there. It, it was it was hovering. <laughs> Tommy Joe, he promises he'll get it faster next time. Right, exactly. It was, just, it was just on the spot. But to answer your question, the the, the key is trying to figure out who's teammate is. I'm going to ask that one more time because I, I, I was thinking the, too hard on that one. The key is going to be to figure out who your teammate is at the track. That would be the key. If you can figure well, out who your teammate is. Oh, yeah. Tommy so, Joe, right? And he in the 40. And he no, uh, actually at uh, Phoenix, it'll be Kaz. Oh, okay. And then at Richmond, it'll, it'll be Raja. So, okay. I asked, I asked how you were feeling. That's what, basically what I said. I said a bunch of other stuff, but now we've wasted two minutes of the segment. So, <laughs> how, how are you feeling going into this new venture with Alpha Prime Racing in the Xfinity Series? I'm super jacked. I think that it's going to be a severely good season for us. I think that we have great partners behind us, and we have the, the funding to run top 15, top 20. I think the biggest thing for myself is to try to learn the car as much as possible. I mean, we, we only get 20 minutes of practice now, which is which is better than no practice like, like we did in trucks. Uh, we get qualifying now. Um, so I think for Phoenix, I'm just going to take that whole race as a practice session to learn the race car, understand how it feels coming out of the corner, just the whole aspect of, of driving a Xfinity car and use all that skill at Richmond and then so on with, with the rest of the schedule. So uh, I'm I'm super excited to be into a the Xfinity series now. Uh, I can officially say that I'm one step under the Cup series, which is great. Um, when the opportunity presents itself, we uh, we take it. So I'm super happy. Well, you've certainly had some great experience coming up to this point, right? And you know, spent some time running for Jordan last year in the in the trucks and really had some nice runs even if the results didn't always show it you had some nice runs last year and so what do you take from that that you can use in the xfinity car because obviously they're different um but i would think some of the track knowledge and of course you know the help of iRacing and all that uh, would would make a difference for you going in yeah i i mean you know showing up i'm only running a few tracks that i ran in trucks okay in xfinity so i'm doing texas in Richmond, and I think that those are the really only two tracks that oh, I'm going to run. Right. So I'm comfortable around Richmond. I'm comfortable around Texas, of course, in, in a truck. So I, the Xfinity car is going to be way different. Um, iRacing helps out, but it's only so realistic, right? So 
you got to learn the the line when you're actually there and all that kind of stuff. And I, I'm just I'm just super excited just to get behind the wheel of it. And I heard that that they have a lot of front end grip, but they're really loose going in. So I, I love myself a, a loose race car. So I, I think they'll be a pretty good uh, fit for us. You have some ARCA starts at Phoenix. How different will the Xfinity car be? Will it be like completely relearning a new track, or will some stuff transfer over? What I've heard is uh, a Xfinity car feels a lot, lot like an ARCA car. So if I can, I've had some good runs in ARCA at, at Phoenix. Uh, unfortunately, I got wrecked at one, and then Jack Wood was, I wrecked him. So uh, you know, it's all yeah. That, I mean, it was excellent. You can say what you want to know. He's not sitting next to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. I, I wasn't worried about him <laughs> next to me at all. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, we have good runs there. I, I, I think that that's one of my best tracks that I've been to personally, uh, besides Bristol. I mean, we, we were just, we were top, I think we were top 12 speed the whole night, just got into bad situations in, in that whole race. So, we have speed, and I, I know showing up there, we can use the dog leg. We can use all as much track as we want. So I think that this could be a really competitive race there. So looking at your teammates, I mean, you, you named all 17 of them. Uh, Josh Blickey's the last one. Um, how much do you rely on those guys? I mean, some of those guys have previous uh, have, have previous Xfinity Series, Xfinity Series experience, um, whereas you do not. So how much are you going to rely on these guys that have done this for a while to, to kind of help you out? Yeah, like, Ka- like Kaz Growl, I mean, he obviously has a, a lot of experience. Uh, Josh Balicki, which is, is now in my engraved in my head now. <laughs> um, I actually met him in person, which that's why it shocks me that I forgot him. He's going to be so sad. I'm just not going to. Well, even like even like a guy like Sage, who's you know got a lot of road course experience. Yeah, but when it comes down to circle track, he has no experience in that. That's true. So what's he but really going to tell will me? Come in handy though. It will, but but he really can't tell me. How to see? I'm I'm more of a circle track person. That's pretty much all I've driven. Right. Right. So he can't tell me anything about a Xfinity car on a circle track that I probably won't know. Right. Right. Because right? now he has to learn a whole right. different car mm-hmm. on, yeah. on that track. Mm-hmm. So I have to lean on Josh. You know, Tommy, Caesar, um, and honestly, I mean, Raja and I, and myself, we are the rookies. Yep. So I I can't lean on him. Now, if we're teammates at the racetrack and he says, hey, I think the car's tight, I'm like, man, well, I think it's loose, then we can kind of mm-hmm. base what, what we think off of that. But but besides that, I mean, I, I mean, Josh, he's driven a lot of stuff. So sure has. I, I can lean on him. Pretty much all my teammates I, I can lean on besides, um, I mean, unless if I was doing a road course, I would definitely go to Kaz and Sage. Sage. So, well, Kaz has done enough, too, in the ovals that you could, uh, you could still um, lean on him, I think. Um, I don't know how much he's done with the Xfinity car, but I think he did a, a number of them in the past. I believe uh, he has. Yeah. So he knew the one that did ton of road course last and year. The thing, well, yeah. And the thing with, well, yeah, <laughs> uh, road course. Being the key. Yeah, I, I, I think still. the, you know, Kaz is so articulate. I think he would be very good, actually, because he's very knowledgeable and he explains things very well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Actually, uh, it's, it's crazy. We, we did some Navy SEAL training uh, with the whole team. Really? Yes, and I, I, so we had to stay up for about twenty four hours straight. Oh, see, and that I, wouldn't be hard for me. It's I, the, the rest of it that would be. Well, <laughs> we we walked slash ran nineteen miles. We picked up telephone poles. You know, it was an all night thing, and we had to sort rice, like sort rice. Oh yeah, it, it was. Oh, with no sleep, that makes sense. no sleep. So yeah. we, so like we were like just dialed in, just right. 
Wow. Oh, my Lord. So now, do that for about a week straight, and that's actual Navy SEAL training. See, I'm all good, personally. Um, I like to sleep, <laughs> personally. But uh, I got to spend a lot of I got to spend a lot of time with Sage and um, Kaz, and it was pretty awesome that we got that bonding time yeah. to just sit well for 24 hours straight. But uh, <laughs> I never want to see you again. I spent a week with him one day. That's very true. That is true. All right, we are going to uh, step aside here and uh, take a break. When we come back, we're going to start breaking down. The drivers that made the playoffs last year in both the Truck Series and the Xfinity Series and do black flag, checker flag on whether or not we think they're going to make the, the playoffs again this year. We did it with the uh, Cup Series guys last week. Got a lot of good feedback between us. Um, some of us, some of them we agreed on, some of them we didn't. Um, but we'll see what happens with the Trucks and Xfinity Series cars. A lot of these guys have changed teams and, and even some, you know, not even in the in the series anymore. So, um, But we'll do it when we come back. More in some aspect after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. 
When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. And you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Randy Miller, Tom Baker, and Peter Strada with you. Uh, Noah will hopefully be back next week. Our big Daytona 2022 season preview show. Um, we are going to pick. It depends. When are you guys flying out? Uh, driving down Thursday of the duels. Oh, okay. But you will get them. Yes. I fly out Tuesday. Oh. Um, but in any event, we will pick our final four drivers in all three series this year, uh, as well as our fantasy picks for the Daytona race weekend. So the first one is always the hardest one, A, because it's Daytona. You, you pretty much just close your eyes and choose a driver. Um, but as we've mentioned, this season is going to be very, very tough for all three series to, to, to pick on a consistent basis. So um, we'll go over the rules and regulations for fantasy NASCAR and all that uh, next week. I wanted to take some time. Last week we did the Cup Series guys. Um, so this week I wanted to do the Trucks and Xfinity Series guys. So we'll, we'll kind of go through the order. Um, and we'll kind of do it in the same order, except for except of Noah being here, how we will be here, and he can play too. Um, a green flag or a black flag on whether or not this particular driver will make the playoffs again this coming year, um, as they did last year. So we'll go in the same order um, based on what they did. Is, is uh, And we Chris should is clarify that we're only saying whether or not we feel they have a good chance or not. We're not Correct. making our picks till next right. My it's, question is, what are the pins for that you're pulling out? Oh, you'll see. You'll see when you get when yeah. we get there. Um, all right, so we'll start at the top of the list. Just uh, last, remember what hat I have on. Last year's, de- last year's defending champion, Ben Rhodes, still drunk, by the way, from uh, <laughs> from Daytona, or from, uh, no, from Phoenix. Um, but, uh, Howie, do you think that he has a good chance of making the playoffs again this year? Based off the way that he ran last year, he was very consistent. Uh, I, I really felt like that he knocked out a lot of top fives, got a, a few wins. Um, I think that he is a good contender. I thought three weeks into the year he was going to be undefeated. So green flag for Howie, and I'm giving a double green. Um, Ben will be back in the playoffs this year, without a doubt, in my opinion. A lot less drunk this time. I'm also giving a green flag. Hopefully he'll be less drunk if he makes Phoenix again and wins it again. But I think he has a great shot to win a few times this year. Yeah, I I, I said him at that too. Green green flag all the way for Ben Rhodes. The next guy on the list is Zane Smith. Uh, who, by the way, last year was a GMS driver. So this year, not a GMS driver. He is um, a fr- he is a front row motorsports driver. Correct. Yeah. So how how he green flag or black flag that <laughs> Zane makes the playoffs? I'm not saying this because he is here personally. I think that he <laughs> is a hell of a driver. I, I really he is do. a hell of a driver. Yeah. I, right. I I I think that he has a good chance of winning quite a few races. Uh, each time that I ran against him, he uh, completely demolished me. <laughs> So one one pin goes back in the bucket. So I give him a green flag. Tom. Well, he gets a green from me too because I predicted him to be a contender for the championship last there, year. There, there's two pins right there. Um, and and so yeah, I I think Zane. Look, Todd should have made it every year he was in the truck, and just you know luck and silliness took him out of it. Um, so yes, Zane will be in the playoffs this year. I'm sure. Zane's finished second in Truck Series points the last two years. I'd love to see if he can make it first this year. I think he gets a couple wins and easily makes the playoffs. 
I've already had a pin thrown at me today. So, <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, though, I, I feel like this is Zane's best opportunity to date because he's he's in a single truck operation, um, which is something that I, I feel like a lot of drivers thrive in because. You all your resources are going to one ride and one ride only, and you get the best of everything. That's a good point. Is that um, and it's more truck, focused so. too? Yeah, yeah, and you're more focused, and you actually have a you have a team of guys in the shop with you, like you know Michael McDowell and Todd, who was who drew, drove trucks in the past that you can lean on for support. Um, you know, if you need help with setup and things like yep. that. So this is I felt like his best opportunity yet to win that championship, and I think this I agree. is going to be his best year uh, to date. So you can put your pins away, Chris. Um, the third guy on the list is uh, John Hunter Nemechek, who, I, for all intents and purposes, probably should have been the champion at the end of last year had it not been for the lap two accident at Phoenix that took him out of contention. Um, but he was probably the most dominant driver all season long last year. Um, so, Howie, what do you think? That's a tough one. Um, really? Yeah, it is. I, I think that he did a great job getting the the – Winning races and finishing, I just feel like that when the pressure really came on, that that's a good point. The that he did not he perform, cracked under pressure. Yeah, he cracked under pressure. Hmm. So that's very oh, interesting take on it. Like it's a I said, he take from he, Howie. He well, doesn't have to race against him this year. Well, I, I, no, I, <laughs> but I also saw it because I was oh, yeah, I was yeah, in playoff for, races. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is very true. So yeah. what, so when I, I raced against him at you know Richmond, Pocono. In Texas, I mean, he he completely. I mean, he won all three of those, those races that I was in. Right. And then when I ran Bristol and Vegas, I was running right next to him at, at Vegas because he had some motor issues, which is not his his, right. his fault. But at the end of the day, I felt like that he cracked under pressure. Great driver though. He's a very very good driver. He won what seven races, or ho- however seven, many six or seven, yeah, five five. five. Well, it felt like seven. So, <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, yeah. against him, it probably felt like seven. It felt like every weekend for. Well, it actually was every weekend for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> not that you're so, bitter or anything, but so that means he should be sponsoring you to go back and run more truck races that he's running because you know every time you run, he wins. You're his lucky charm. So, okay. is he going to make the playoffs or not? I think he will make the playoffs. Green flag. I will give him a green flag as well. Um, I mean, there's no reason why he shouldn't, and if he doesn't. That would be really bad. It would be really bad if he doesn't make the playoffs because he beat Kyle Busch three times exactly. last year. Every race so, I was in, yes. I saw exactly. It. So <laughs> I would also give John Hunter a green flag, and I think he's the championship favorite as of now. I, I, I say green flag, too. I feel like he's going to be more determined this year because he knew what he missed at the end of last season and, and knowing that he made that mistake that cost him the championship, and I feel like this year he's going to be – the one I say one spot better, but he didn't even finish that. I race, think that so. he's gonna be a lot more hungry. Oh yeah, for, well, and he has to be because his boss is gonna make him be. And I will so. disagree with Peter. Ben Rhodes championship favorite until somebody beats him. Oh, oh, we'll see. All right, the the next guy on the list. If if Matt DiBenedetto is the rookie of the season, then he's gonna be like the original member of the of the <laughs> uh, Matt Crafton is number four. Um, on the list, still in Thor Sports, still in the 88 ride, still doing the same thing he's been doing before. But uh, he always seems to surprise people toward the end of the season, and always seems to squeak into the playoffs. So, great guy. I, I, I give him black flag. I don't. I don't think that he'll make it into the playoffs. I feel like eventually time's going to catch up to him. That, that's what I'm thinking. Well, I I think that he was super competitive a few years ago, and he's still competitive now. Um, but these guys coming in are hungrier. Not hungrier. Well, but it, it's just the like. There's more competition. Yeah, yeah. The, the the competition stepped up, mm-hmm. and I, I so I, I I do not think that he'll he'll make the playoffs. Okay, me neither. Black flag. 
I'll also say Black Flag because he has a new crew chief for the first time in about 8,000 years. Carl Jr. Joyner moved on from the 88 team, and I don't even know if Crafton's crew chief has been announced yet. So we'll have to see how that chemistry works out, but I think Black Flag. Yep, I think Black Flag all around for me too. I think this is the one year where he has, there's too much competition that he's not up to, to up to par with for him to be able to make the playoffs this year. Uh, number five on the list is Sheldon Cree, but Sheldon has moved on to the Xfinity series. So <laughs> Black, we, Flag. <laughs> Black Flag. Black Flag. Black Flag. So behind him is uh, Stuart Friesen in the sixth position uh, in the 52 uh, Howmore Friesen truck. That one's a tough one. Uh, he has good equipment. He has a lot of talent. Um, I just feel like Luck's not in his favor all the time, especially when when it comes down when he's running up front. Something something stupid happens always. Um, so I'm gonna have to give a black flag. I agree with Howie, except that I will add that one of these years that luck has to change, doesn't it? So I'm gonna just do this on a hope green flag. <laughs> Come on, man, you can do it. I'll also say green flag for Stuart Friesen. 2020, that team moved to Toyota. It was a big rebuilding year for them. They were really all over the place, nowhere yep. near playoff contention. But 21 was a lot better. I think 22 will be only better for the 52. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go black flag just because I I want to see more out of him. Uh, I feel like with the equipment that they have, even though it is Toyota, I, I feel like you know he's he's almost in the same boat as Matt Crafton, where he's kind of behind the eight ball. I mean, there's a lot of guys and kids in here. In the truck series, they're going to be way hungrier. He's going to have to be a more aggressive and do more things on the racetrack to, to, to get himself into contention every week. So uh, black flag for me. Number seven on the list is Todd Gillen, who, of course, is in the Cup Series now. So um, we, we can't uh, – I guess we can talk about him. We well, talk about Cup Series a black flag. In, in, a while, in a while. But uh, number eight on the list is Chandler Smith. And I feel like if everybody on this list – uh, Chandler's going into the season with the most momentum, having won the, the last race of the season, two of the last three truck races he's won, and he just won the Snowball Derby uh, back in December. So he's got more momentum right now than anybody in the field. So I've raced against him a lot uh, in Arca. And, and he's expecting trucks. a baby, by the way. So. Yes, he is. I saw that. Um, he's got he's got to earn that money. Oh, yeah, he yeah yeah he needs <laughs> he needs to earn that money. I, I'm going to give him a green flag. I think that he is a great driver and uh, he he knows how, how to wheel a truck. Green flag for me too. I actually feel like he might have a better season this year than to, than uh, John Hunter. I'd also say green flag. I'd be just about willing to pencil him into the championship four because I yeah. think he'll have that great of a season. Yep. I feel like that baby on the way is going to make him more motivated to win more races because he's going to make more money <laughs> yeah. for that baby. So uh, congratulations, by the way, to Absolutely. Chandler. Congratulations um, on uh, on the pregnancy announcement. So number nine on the list is uh, Austin Hill, who, of course, is also going to move up to the Xfinity Series. So black flag him, too. Um, and the last guy in the playoffs last year is uh, Carson Hosevar, who is going to be back uh, with Nice uh, this year in the uh, what is 45 truck, I believe, 44 truck. Black flag. Uh, I think he had... He had some really good runs. Um, I didn't feel like it was consistent runs. Okay. Hmm. I'm I'm torn in this one. Of all the drivers, I'm going to say green flag because I have the feeling he's going to just get better. I'm hoping that he improves. Uh, I'm, I'm like how he he had some consistency issues, but boy, when he was good, he was great. He was really good. Yeah. I I think I I'm going to say green flag. Green flag for me. I think he gets his first win this year. I'm gonna say black flag because I, I feel like Nice isn't where they were when like Ross and and you know when Chastain was part of that team and, and that team was dominant. 
Um, there's some something missing in that team. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just like pr- preparations or what, but something I feel like is missing from that team. So uh, black flag for me. All right, we are going to uh, step aside here. When we come back, we'll switch over and do the Xfinity Series, guys, um, and see where we think they're going to place in the standings in 2022. Our show presented by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life, and we will do that when we come back right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Leave it to Adam Stern to uh, to come up with numbers. The preliminary Bush Clash uh, viewership is 3.57 million. Uh, per deadline, which would be the best for the event in several years, though it aired on Fox yesterday instead of the normal FS1. So, 
it, not, not, again, not apples to apples. Well, yeah, I know. But, yeah. I mean, at least it has Can't some Can't compare so. one to the other. It's completely different. That is very true. All right, we're going to uh, go through the Xfinity Series guys now, the 12 guys who made the chase last year in the Xfinity Series and whether or not we think they are going to make the playoffs again. We start at the top like we always do with Daniel Hemrick. Keep in mind, Daniel was a Gibbs driver last year. He's a colleague racer this year. What say you, Owie? I think he had a pretty consistent year. Um, struggled to win, but he got it. But he sealed the deal when he when he needed to. I think that he's a green flag. I definitely think green flag. Daniel grew up at Phoenix last year. And he became the aggressive driver that he's needed to be for the last two or three years prior. So, yeah, heck yes. Daniel um, makes the playoffs and makes the Final Four. Before Henrik even won his race in championship last year, I was thinking, oh, he'll go to college and win a super speedway race. That'll be his first win. So I'll stick to that. I think he can win Daytona or Talladega, so green flag for me. Yeah, I think Daniel is going to be the perfect example of somebody who wins their first race and then wins many, many more yeah, right after that. So yeah, I, I think the first, the first 10 races of the season are going to be heavily influenced, I think, uh, with Daniel Hemrick in there. But uh, definitely green flag for me um, all day long. Uh, the second guy on the list is Austin Sendrick, who is now uh, a Penske house driver. So uh, black flag him uh, for right now. Uh, the third guy on the list is Noah Gregson, who will be back with uh, Junior Motorsports in uh, this year running uh, the nine car. Yeah, that, that one's way too easy. Green flag. He's very consistent. Green, green, green. I also say green, 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 and I think Noah will mount another charge to the championship four and maybe be on the top step of the stage come, come finish. I think he just had a lot of bad luck. Like, at certain several races last year, you know, with some of the road course races and some of the other races where he just got in trouble that wasn't his own doing. Um, but some of it was. Some of it was. And that's where Noah... I've said, and I know I'm not the only one, if Noah doesn't beat himself, he can win a championship. But sometimes Noah beats himself. And if he can just, you know, again, you, you just got to make good decisions and, and uh, you know, not crash and not, not uh, take out other cars. And, you know, I think if Noah, if Noah can put it all together this year, I think he's the championship favorite. Yep, green flag for me, too. The next guy on the list is uh, A.J. Allmendinger. Uh, nothing changes on that team. He's going to be teammates with Daniel Hemrick, the defending champion. So um, a lot of things going on over at colleague this year. Uh, green flag again. Yeah, that's another easy green flag. Easy. Yeah. Another easy green flag, just like Tom said. I mean, I thought he was the championship favorite going into the playoffs last year, and I think if he gets a couple wins early in the season again this year, that won't change. I promise this gets more difficult, but green flag for me too with a John Uh Behind him is Justin Allgaier, uh, another guy who seems to make the Final Four every single year that he's in it. Just like you said, makes it every single year, so yeah. green flag. Yeah, I'll give him a green too because uh, of the junior cars. Um, he and Noah, you know, are I think are going to be the top two. Although there is a guy named Josh Berry um, who we won't talk about because he's not in that list. Exactly. Yeah. So talk about him next. Green week. flag. Green flag for me, and he claims Phoenix is his favorite track. So if he makes the championship four, watch him win Phoenix in the championship. I I'm, I was waiting on him to win the Phoenix race. He always seems to do good at Phoenix, but then during the championship weekend, he just didn't like. He just didn't seem like he had the card yeah. to beat. So, um, much I guess much tougher competition at that point. But um, next on the list is Justin Haley. Of course, Justin is going to run the Cup Series. Uh, yep. Already proving he's going to be a dominant. You know, at least a tough guy to beat in the Cup Series this year. So number seven on the list is uh, Brandon Jones. 
uh, the second to, on this list gives the driver, but I guess first now because of Dan Henry moving on. I feel like that he has consistent weeks and he has off weeks, and there's a lot of bad luck for him. But based off of the way that he drives, I, I think I'm going to give him a green flag. Yeah, I mean, again, we're just talking about do we feel there's a better chance they make it than they don't? Green flag. Green flag for me as well. I think Brandon, he may not be the most consistent guy, but I think letting 12 guys in the Xfinity playoffs leaves room for guys to point their way in. If Brandon doesn't get a win next year, I think he'll be top 12 in points. Yeah, I'm going to say green flag for him too, but I, I feel like he does need to be more consistent because the consistency got him, you know, the inconsistency didn't hurt him that much last year. He still made the playoffs, but I think as we get stiffer competition in the Xfinity series, you, those mulligans are going to start going away. Like yeah. you're not going to have the opportunities to, to have those bad races and still make the playoffs as you did in years past. So uh, well, it would be interesting to see uh, what Brandon does uh, this year. The next guy on the list is Harrison Burton, who is uh, now a Wood, Brothers, uh, a Wood Brothers driver in the Cup Series. Um, so number nine on the list is Myatt Snyder. Now keep in mind, Myatt was a – well, I guess he had dual dual citizenship last year because he was running both. Uh, he, he did run the Jordan Anderson car for a couple of races during mm, the playoffs, no. didn't he? No, he was full time. He was full time. Oh, okay. All right. So now yeah. Josh Berry did. Oh, that's right. Okay, it was Josh Berry. Okay. Yeah, is Myatt back? He's in the uh, Jordan Anderson. He's in, he's in Jordan oh, that's Anderson. That's right. 31. He's driving 31. Yeah. Go ahead, Howie. Well, based off of what I saw in Jordan Anderson's equipment, very fast, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I saw his cars a lot. So I, I I'm gonna give him a green flag. Yeah, he gets a green for me too. That te- that car and that team, it's RCR. There's a technical alliance. Alliance, yeah. So th- there's no no shortage of good equipment there. I think my I think Myatt's got a very good shot at the playoffs. I think that team will be good, but not necessarily great. And I think if you're in that mid tier range, you need a win to get in the Xfinity yep. playoffs. I think he'll be borderline twelfth in points, but not quite twelfth. So black flag for me. I'm I'm gonna wow. I'm gonna give him a That's green my old flag. team, man. Don't talk about him like that. I'm going to give him a green flag, but I feel like it's going to be a situation where he barely makes it in. Like, it's going to be like one of the last couple of races because I feel like it's going to take a little bit of time to get him acclimated to that car and get that car up to where they want it to be completely. I think he can win so, Daytona. Um, well, anybody can win Daytona. That's true. So, but I'm just uh, saying, I, I think he gets he could get it done quick. Even I could win it. You. Are, are you racing? You know, it's like, are you Talladega is well, same then, thing. Then so you can't win Daytona. Same thing. You have to be in it to win it, sir. Um, anyway, uh, next up on the list is Jeb Burton. Uh, now, Jeb, of course, was a colleague driver on this list, but now he is an hour motorsports driver along with uh, Fast Pasta, Anthony Alfredo, which, by the way, today is National uh, – uh, is it Alfredo Day or whatever? Uh, <laughs> Fettuccine National Fettuccine Alfredo, Alfredo thing. That's how I was trying to think yes. of the name of the stupid pasta. Did you? Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, so uh, he's celebrating his day to day, but he's going to be Jeb's going to be a part of that team um, with Brett Moffitt and uh, and uh, Anthony Alfredo. Yes. So uh, that this one I think is going to be a little bit tougher because it's not the same team. It's I feel like a little bit lower team right now because that they're still building over there at Our Motorsports. They have contention for sure. Um, they they do have good runs, but it's not on a weekly basis. So I will say black flag. Yeah, I will too. Um, and I say that only because I want to see him. It's one thing to be a one-car team. It's another thing to be a three-car team. So we'll see where that goes. I, I think the capability's there. Uh, they ran two cars a lot, but it's it's a, it's a big difference. I, I'm going to say Black Flag just because. I think our motorsports will have some growing pains this year. I think they'll have a couple yeah. standout performances from yep. all their drivers. Yep. But as far as 
can and be consistent enough to make top 12 points, I'm not sure if that's a black flag. I think Jeb is a playoff caliber driver. Oh, I absolutely. Just, just think, you know, again, you, you add cars, you get them. I think there's going to be some growing pains, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Black flag for me as well. Number 11 on the list is Riley Herbst. Last year was a tough year for him. Um, the last couple of years have been tough for him. Yeah. I'm I'm going to say green flag because I, I think that he's going to – I think he's going to knock it out of the part this year. I'm going to say black flag because I feel like there's some new talent in some new places this year that could that that, that could come in and knock him out. And and I I just feel like um, you got two new RCR guys. You know, I just feel like I I just don't feel it for him this year. I think he I think he misses. It won't be by much, but I think he misses. I think what's really killed Raleigh Herbs last couple of years is. So little practice, a little time to learn the car, yeah, learn the tracks. True. Now it's practice yeah. track in a limited capacity at every weekend. I think that'll help him. I'm not saying he'll win, but I think he'll be top 12 in points. A green flag for me. I think part of his his doing is being bounced around from team to team so much. Because in the last point. what four or five years, he's had four or five different teams, and he's back with the team. So it's the bouncing around, I think. Having him be in a consistent ride for a period of time, I think, is what he needs. Because I think that's part of his problem. Is not you know getting used to a ride and then getting kicked out or getting moved to another ride and, and not having that consistency. So now that he's in his second year now with that team, I think that's where it's going to start to you know click with him. And I, and I I think he'll be okay, but I don't see him making the playoffs. So I'm going to give him a black flag, unfortunately. Uh, for the, I'm just saying if he's if he gets to a third year with the same team, then maybe we're talking here. But um, the next guy on the list is the last one, the the twelfth driver in the playoffs was Jeremy Clements. And there always seems to be one driver every year that always seems to make the chase and we never, or the playoffs and we never figure out why or how, but he just kind of seems to be there. And this year, this past year, it was Jeremy Clements. I don't know too much about him personally. I, I've seen I've seen him race. He has good weeks. He has bad weeks. So I'm going to have to go with uh, Black Flag. I'm going to say Green Flag and qualify it by saying I think he's in that group every year that is you borderline. know you borderline, borderline right well, he's yeah. in the yeah like 10 through 12 10 through 14 so I'm gonna say green flag just because of his experience but boy like I said there's some new players in town you got two new guys at RCR that could both run for a championship you know you've just got you've got a lot of different guys I I just think this is going to be a different series this year with some of that not only do you have two new RCR guys, you have Ty Gibbs full-time, you have Josh Berry full-time. Well, that's true. And There's he, a lot of talent And Brandon here. Brown with a big increased budget. Absolutely. <laughs> Typically, we see one family-owned team, independent team, make the playoffs, whether that's Clements or Sieg or yeah. Brandon Brown, like yep. you said. But yep. this year, I'm not sure about that. So until I see otherwise, I'm getting Clements the black flag. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go black flag for him, too. I, I still don't even know how I made the playoffs last year. So I'm still trying <laughs> to figure out how that happened. Consistency. Uh, but this year, consistency I don't think is going to get you very far. Well, like I said, um, I think it's a different series. Yeah, it's year. a whole different yeah. series uh, in both trucks and Xfinity series. Yep. So um, while we still have a couple of minutes left, I, I wanted to kind of go, go back to the trucks for a second. And if, if, we, if you all could pick out one driver that we didn't talk about that you think has a, a decent chance of making the playoffs, I already know who I'm going to pick. But um, uh, of the guys that we didn't talk about. <sighs> you all got that. You wanna Sk- g- skip me for a second. Okay. Let me think. This one's easy for me, Tyler Ankrum. Okay, that's that's a that's a good pick. I'll go out on a limb here and say Haley Deegan. I think she'll oh, have great improvement with practice every week, and I think she'll upset a couple by being top ten in points. I'm not saying she'll win quite yet, but 
I think she'll turn some heads this year. I'm gonna... saying upset as in like just surprise or right. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a twin slim and say Grant Enfinger because I feel like Grant is is with the perfect opportunity to make a, a huge run now uh, being with GMS. Well, and so. see that's the thing. Like you've got all these different players now, and you go back to Xfinity, and you know Landon Castle's driving for colleague. I right. mean, you yeah. know we of course we had mentioned him because he made the playoffs last year, but there's a guy that could go out and win two or three races. I'm going to have to go with my buddy Blaine Perkins. Wow. That's a, that's a in the CR7 Motorsport. Yeah. No. Yes, yeah, CR7 yeah. Motorsports truck. Yeah. And I, and the reason why I say Cody him robust truck is look at the way he took that Arrow car in Xfinity. I know that they're two different cars. Mm-hmm. But that was his first year had no practice and he did extremely well. Yeah. When his day to Talladega. Exactly. So I feel like with it's him interesting. with him he's on a team to where he can have practice now. He can learn these trucks, and he gets a full season with them. He's going to be a weapon. And that truck, that whole organization is underestimated um, because oh, that that yeah. that truck always seems to be yep. everywhere. Well, Grant, you know, in, Grant Enfinger drove it. Yeah, and he and he, he did very the well. Top 10, very I think well. in, in yeah. all but like one or two races he drove it in. So yeah. that's an interesting pick, but I I, I do like that pick. Um, so when we come back from break, we'll have like a little like a minute or so. So we'll get everybody's Xfinity picks when we come back from break, but. Um, again, I don't know how much more we can tell you guys how much of an exciting season this is going to be for both trucks and Xfinity because, um, and we'll talk about it during our season preview next week, but there's so much great talent in both of those series. I don't think that you can pick a wrong pick at all um, at any point in time. So we're going to step aside and uh, take our final break. We'll be back with more right after this on the Anti-Pass. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. 
because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. I'm Lane Castle, NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. There's Landon Castle bringing us sure back from break. Here on the inside pass. So uh, we did trucks before the break. Uh, we got a little bit of time left. I want to go through the Xfinity Series. So, Tom, if you could pick one driver we didn't talk about with the Xfinity Series playoff drivers, who might you pick? Landon Castle. Of That's course. my pick. Of course. No. I know I spent the last segment kind of bad, not bad mouthing, but saying how hours in the transition year, but I'll go Brett Moffitt. I think he can upset some people and maybe sneak into victory lane a time or two. Um, okay, Howard, go ahead. I'm going to have to go with Brett Malfoy as well. My pick is going to be Sheldon Creed. I, I and It's a toss-up between Sheldon Creed and Austin Hill, but they're both going to be teammates, and they're both RCR drivers. I feel like one of those two, if not both of them, See, I think they both will deep. be in the yeah, playoffs. I feel Absolutely. like they're going to do fantastic things. Yeah. Um, Howie, thanks for coming and joining us tonight. It's been fun. Thank you for having me on here. It was uh, it was great to you know sit down and talk to you all and spend this, uh, was it two hours? Yeah, almost. Two hours almost together. Two hours, close enough we, to two hours. we got to do this more. Exactly, and this is Howie DeSavino on it. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, but you, you have a you have a great opportunity with Alpha Prime Racing this year, and I think that organization is going to do great things with all the talent they have over there. And uh, we wish you and and Kaz and your other nineteen teammates the best of luck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, season. Well, I, I certainly appreciate that. I think it's going to be a good season for us, and that we'll uh, we'll. I think that we're going to have some good finishes personally. So. Super excited, but thank you for having me on here. And uh, if you ever want me back, just send me a text. Oh, yeah. Any, anytime you're, you're yep. uh, available, we would love to have you on. Next week, don't forget, uh, Nick's going to join us for our uh, Fantasy NASCAR picks. Ty Gillen's going to call in and join us as well. And uh, we will see you guys on the other side. Uh, have a great week, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Inside Pass, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow the Inside Pass on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and visit theinsidepasslive.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Inside Pass. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Inside Pass. Thank you for listening.